Welcome to the Untitled PlayStation Podcast, the show where two ponies talk about PlayStation, just have fun with video games. Today I'm joined by my co-host. What's up guys, Dan. And today we're sponsored by patreon.com slash the untitled PS Podcast. And here's some housekeeping before we get started. Make sure to follow our socials, the Untitled PS Pod on Twitter, the Untitled PS Pod on Instagram, check us out on YouTube for our video episodes, or you can just check out us on whatever podcast service you use. But Let's just jump into game time. Yo, what you been playing, man? Dude, I got a couple things on here. Um, I'm actually playing Odyssey right now. Mm. I absolutely love this game. I love it. I, I, I'm doing the deal. I'm going through the DLC right now, and I just there's just something about the game that's just pulling me in. I'm I'm like 150 hours, and I just keep coming back. That's... I love it. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good it's so freaking good i think it's the combat you know they added the different elements with the rpg elements and just uh um kind of put a whole new twist to the assassin's creed games i know a lot of people don't like it because of how it changed yeah um, which i which i totally get i totally understand the vibe mm. but i think it's one of those things after unity came out and kind of the shit show that that was everybody kind of figured everybody at ubisoft i'm assuming was like oh man maybe we should take a step back and kind of figure out what we're doing here but i mean it's a great game i'm having so much i'm having so much fun with it that's good man. um i mean other than that i want to play death stranding again i do need Have to finish had... that game what bro I'm, oh it's I'm, so good i'm like seven hours in it's good it's it's one of those games it's a slow burn at first i mm-hmm. will admit it's it doesn't really pick up until you know the third or fourth chapter and that's kind of that's kind of what i hear from everyone who i talk about it they're just like ah just it's it's so slow and i tell everyone just push through to like chapter five yeah and then once you get to that chapter and then everything opens up a little bit more and it's just so well done i i just I can't say enough good things about it. That's why I want to play it again. I definitely like where I'm at. Like, I don't even think I've gotten to the quote-unquote good part yet, but I enjoy it. I think it's a nice, chill, like, uh, laid-back experience and everything. Like, I'm enjoying just planning out the route and then going and chilling and stuff. Right. Well, it's one of those things where it's obviously one of those games that's not for everybody i mean everyone knows who kojima is everyone knows he does weird things that's kind of his his forte you know that's that's just what he does and at first i wasn't even on board with it i i was just kind of like eh maybe maybe not and it wasn't until the launch trailer where i was just like i'm gonna get it my girlfriend told me, she's just like, you should just get it. You should just get it. Get it. So I did. She watched me play through the whole entire thing. Mm. And and we cried. We cried like little kids. I kind of have a similar experience because I didn't get it when it came out. But I think probably a month or so later, I was going to take a trip up to see my girlfriend. And it was 40 bucks at GameStop. So she was like, oh, get it. So I'm like, I... And like we just sat there, she sat there and watched me play it, and it was like a really good experience. I do want to beat it. It does genuinely look like a good game. Honestly, and it's one of those. Oh, go ahead, man. I was just gonna say, honestly, 
I like the game so much and chilling that I get annoyed when I have to go into combat. Like, I like just walking around. Like, when BTs and stuff show up, I get annoyed. Like, I don't want to deal with it. Right? And it took me it took me a while to... Because I what I like to do is I liked... I thought it was so much fun. Just how much stuff can I get in a vehicle? How much stuff can I pack on? Mm. You know? And then I'm just, like, lugging around. And I didn't even care if it took me a half an hour to get somewhere. I would just carry as much as I can. And then I'd always get screwed running into Timefall. I think that's what they called it. I can't remember. I hope I'm getting that so. right. But our BTs and then uh, just ruining my whole experience. But the game is phenomenal. I The soundtrack is amazing. Um, it's so well done that I find myself listening to the soundtrack almost every other day at work. Mm. Because I love the feeling and, and the emotion that I get from... Uh, like I, I remember where I was in the game when that song comes on, and it's been so long since I've had that kind of emotion and you know experienced that kind of emotion from a game. I can't even remember the last game that made me feel this way. Probably it had to have been a Plague Tale, but Dang. um, that's another game to check out. But yeah, Death Stranding is awesome. And then uh, oh my god, oh yeah, Twin Breaker, Twin Breaker, um. That's from the CLS guys. Mm. From uh, Colin and uh, oh my gosh, Chris. There we go. It's a fun little. It's a fun little game. Highly recommend it. It's it's challenging. It's it's a quick game. It takes you five hours to beat, but yeah, it's, mean, it's just I'd be mean to check it out. It's so much fun. It's so much fun. Some of the later levels you'll start playing and you're gonna. It's gonna make your head go all crazy with the puzzles <laughs> and and trying to control everything. But I highly recommend it. Um. It's super fun, and I think it's only ten bucks on the on the PlayStation Store. So, I mean, if you have ten dollars to just throw at something, and you want something to do on a, you know, on a Friday night, pick it up. It's worth it. But that's that's about it. That's about it for me, at least right now. I haven't been playing too much. I mean, on my list, there's kind of like a lot, but a lot of those are kind of just I'll hop in, I'll do it or whatever. The first one, Doom Eternal. It. That or The Witcher 3 is my favorite game of all time. Like, they're kind of tied, honestly. Doom Eternal is fantastic, and I'm a huge Doom fan. So, I beat the game when it came out, and then I immediately started playing a Nightmare playthrough. Like, so I'm trying, oh, to, really? I'm trying to play on the hardest difficulty. Well, I mean, not, technically the hardest difficulty is Nightmare, but you have one life. So, I'm not doing that, but just step down. <laughs> Like, I'm that trying kind of to... reminds me of that Wolfenstein, the new Wolfenstein, where you have to beat the game, and if you die, you have to start completely over. It makes me think of that. I mean, it probably is like uh, very indicative of that. So insane. Yeah, so I'm playing through that, really enjoying it, even on Nightmare. Uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, I love COD. I'm going through Season 4, trying to get the uh, Battle Pass on <laughs> my mind blanked. Uh, last week I sat down and played it, and I just got four weapons at like gold. Like, uh, oh wow! Like I didn't. I was nasty. I was grinding really hard. I think I got three of them in one day. It was. Don't it was, you need like a ten thousand kills to get the gold, or is it something crazy like that? Uh, yeah. There's a lot of camos. There's one set of camos that's only kills, and that's like a thousand or so, depending on the gun. And then you have all the other categories like kills while crouching or uh headshots or 
I don't know. Just why. a bunch of stuff. Just a bunch of stuff that they want you to just you know get five kills with one grenade type stuff. Yeah, kind of. So I've been doing a lot I can of that. Never do it. Yeah, I never really did before. Like I kind of started to on Black Ops Three, like for like one gun barely, and then World War Two. I came out. I was decently trying to do it. And then Black Ops 4 is the first one I can remember actually being like, okay, I'm going to get gold. But then I kind of started hating Black Ops 4 and didn't do that anymore. So Modern Warfare is Blackout? the one. Blackout's good, but I don't know. Just the Black Ops 4 multiplayer is what I wanted to play, and even that was just, it really annoyed me. The Modern Warfare, when it first came out, I kind of started to get the gold for like the kilo, but I just wasn't doing the challenges. I was having fun with it. Then I like, uh, stopped it for a little bit, and then I recently came back, and I've just been cranking those out. I'm assuming uh, you're talking about the 2018 Modern Warfare, right? Oh uh, Yeah, yeah, the one that okay. came out last year. Such a good campaign. It's ooh, it's probably one of the best we've had in a very long time. I really enjoy right? that one. I'm trying to, get the, was... trying to get the platinum for it, honestly. You can do it. Probably It's difficult because I got to do a veteran playthrough, but I'm, I'm working on it. I'm chipping away on it every once in a while. It's 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 one of those, because I'm huge into trophies, which you mm. probably knew, but maybe for <laughs> anybody who doesn't know, I'm 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 a trophy whore. I love trophies, but um, as far as the trophies go, it's it's pretty straightforward. I mean, the veteran thing is pretty much your only thing that could be annoying, mm. but it's just you know do a do like a level a day so you don't overkill it on yourself. True, it's mostly. <laughs> It's mostly just do a task in a level. I'm grateful that there's no multiplayer besides, like, reach a level 10. Right. I hated those in, like, Advanced Warfare and Black Ops 3, I think. It was obnoxious. Yep. And the thing that killed me was Black Ops 4. Black Ops 4 had those stupid blackout achievements mm -hmm. for those stupid characters. The bane of my existence. Yeah. I just I... hope they never do it again. Don't do that. Same. I can't stand multiplayer don't, achievements. Don't do that shit. That's what uh, that's what annoyed me about Overwatch because I was obsessed with Overwatch for a while and I was actively chipping away that platinum. I think I was at like fifty, sixty percent when I stopped stopped playing on PS4. But like, it's difficult because you gotta uh, all the achievements are pretty much like one of them is get like four kills with the super, and then another one's like do something that's like specific to the character. I, I never actually played Overwatch. I never got around to it just because so many other games to play. Yeah. That's and I'm good. more of kind of a single player kind of gamer. Unless it's Battlefield. If it's Battlefield, then sign me up. Let's go. I'm hyped to see if they do a Battlefield 6 or something. It's going to happen. I hope it's good. I mean, Battlefield I know, 5 I wasn't awful, rumor. but. No, it wasn't. It wasn't awful. But it just, it felt like it was really rushed. And, you know, another thing, a rumor is supposedly Battlefield 3 is getting a remaster. I don't remember where Ooh. I seen it from, but... That would be sick. Yeah, that was a good one. Battlefield 3 was, like, prime Battlefield for me. I was I played down on the 360 like it was, like, day in, Nobody's day business, out. right? Yeah. No, that was good stuff back in the day. I definitely enjoyed that one. So if they remaster it, I'll probably buy it. I'd be down. I remember spending, like... Was it like 10, 20 bucks? Because I had Microsoft points I was going to buy something with. And then I realized that you had to pay for the online pass for Battlefield 3. So I was like, I, I guess I'm buying the online pass. That was really dumb. 
And then, oh, for Battlefield? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the only other things I've been playing is Spider-Man. I keep finding myself coming back to that game. I love it so much. Get hyped. Dude, yeah, we'll talk about it. I was... Ooh. Get hyped. That's all I can say. I keep coming... What, what, do you, what do you think of it? What do you think of it? Uh, Spider-Man or Miles Morales? Yeah. Spider-Man. Oh, Spider-Man. Dude. The like I was telling you before the show, I'm obsessed with Spider-Man. Spider-Man and Batman are like, and then obviously people can tell Nightwing from my jacket, but dude, I've been the biggest Spider-Man fan since I was like four or something. So when that came out, I remember at midnight, I started playing it. I had that thing platinum within two days. <laughs> that game, and I don't platinum games as much as I want to. I have like two platinums and that's one of it. And I had it platinumed in two days and even after i platinumed it i kept playing it because it was insanely fun and i can't stop everyone what's your other platinum uh it... undertale okay undertale yeah 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 yeah. i was a big fan of that and when it came to playstation i got that in the first night but it was it was kind of easy like you didn't even have to beat the game for that platinum for undertale Mm-hmm. oh wow interesting interesting easy platinum i got a buddy who does easy platinum so i should throw it his way I mean, even then, I think even by the time he gets halfway through the game and gets the platinum, I feel like he'd probably finish it because it's a fantastic game. That game makes me cry. My Death Stranding. Uh, <laughs> I'm just gonna play that again. But yeah, man, I, uh, Spider Man is great. That that was another that was another one of those games for me that was similar to Death Stranding mm -hmm. that. I, I didn't know if I wanted to play it because I never played any of the Batman games. I I don't really know. I mean, outside from the Marvel movies, I don't really know that much about any any super any superheroes. On you know, at the time I didn't. But then I at last minute I'm just like, ah, oh, this GameStop where I live has the collector's edition. They told me if I want it, come get it, and I'm just like, ah, okay. I'm looking for I'll that thing. It. Yeah, they they. Uh, they're kind of you can probably find one for 200 bucks mm -hmm. which is not bad compared compared to some collector's editions that people like to flip but yeah i really want the that, game is uh, awesome i want that ps4 pro but it's like i don't need it right now and the ps5 is coming out and just i want it but i don't know the spider-man pro yeah it's it's so damn nice it's so damn and then the last thing i've just been playing uh assassin's creed brotherhood Assassin's Creed is my favorite franchise of all time. You can kind of tell when he was talking about Odyssey, I was getting a little bit like, uh, what's the word? Elitist about it. Because I, I, I love that franchise. I'm going back through and I'm playing all the games. Right now I'm on Brotherhood. I don't like Odyssey. I'll just kind of say that. But I respect that you're having a lot of fun with it. No, that's totally fine. I mean, like I said, it's I can definitely see why somebody wouldn't like it mm -hmm. the departure because you know not to give any spoilers or anything but um th throughout the game there was a new like a few times where i'm just like this doesn't feel like an assassin's creed game like i feel like i feel like they could take this game and start a whole new franchise and call it something else i feel like that's what they wanted to do which is probably why they're making gods and monsters right yeah yeah but if you're still i and then then we could go on to like assassin's creed origins where um i feel like i feel like that one 
because I played Origins before I played Odyssey, hmm. and just because I'm trying to get the story and catch up and yada yada yada. But Origins was one that actually felt like an Assassin's Creed game, yeah. even though even though they had their all you know all the new stuff that they were doing with the game and the direction they're changing everything for. And then Odyssey is just like oh, Assassin's Creed. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, that's the thing because Origins was made by the Black Flag team. I can't remember. I think it's Montreal, Ubisoft Montreal. I think so. I was trying to remember if it was that or Quebec. I think Quebec actually did Odyssey, so I think it was Montreal that did uh, Origins and Black Flag. So he had Ash Fizmel as the creative director, which I'm hyped for Valhalla because Ash is back on as the like Ash Fizmel is back on as the creative director, and then Darby McDevitt is the writer. And he was like, he was on Black Flag, and he was on a lot of the older Assassin's Creeds. So I'm I'm hyped for Valhalla to see if they actually pull it off and make it feel like an Assassin's Creed game. So were you? Was it Black? Was it Black Flag? Because uh, yeah, right here it says uh, Assassin's Creed Four Black Flag is an action adventure game developed by Ubisoft Montreal. Okay, yeah, it was Montreal. Think, was, was that the? Okay, I'm not sure if that one was the one we were talking about. Yeah, I think Quebec did uh, Odyssey. And then Sophia did like Rogue, which I really like Rogue, but that's besides that's besides the point. Rogue is good. Rogue is my favorite, I think. It's either that or Black Flag that I keep going back on, of which is my favorite Assassin's Creed. Black Flag makes me cry every time I play it, but Rogue I feel like was just such a unique story and I really enjoyed it. It was dark. Mm-hmm. That's and that's what I liked about Rogue too, is is the fact that that it just the story everything about it and and you know everyone's probably gonna hate on me for this but ubi or unity was not a bad game unity was awesome it, it, i i will die on that game. hill i will die on the hill that unity was like peak assassin's creed in my opinion like obviously two and the so trilogy is amazing and i'm not saying Unity's better than it but unity i felt like delivered a lot of what an assassin's creed should be it had a few shortcomings in the writing and stuff like that, and obviously the bugs. But if if you yep. play it today, then it's what Assassin's it's Creed should have been. It's a lot better where it was. <laughs> yeah, true. But uh, I think that's all, really. Uh, you can lead on to our next topic, the small topics. I know you had a lot of things you wanted to talk about. I just wanted to go over a few things. Uh, the PlayStation Days of Play is still going on right now. It started on the 3rd, and it goes through the 17th. And there is a number of awesome games that are on there. Um, I mean, besides your, you know, you can get, I think, 30% off for, um, oh man, why am I doing this? 30% off for uh, PS Plus and PlayStation Now, which is really cool. Uh, I mean, if you need to pick up an extra year of PS Plus, or if you want to give PS Now a try, I mean, it's 30% off. Why not give it a shot? Sure. You know, you might end up liking it. Um but some of the highlights from that, uh, we have Death Stranding is twenty nine ninety nine, um, Dreams is twenty nine ninety nine, and then a Spider Man Game of the Year edition with all the DLC, everything, the whole package nineteen ninety nine, and probably one of the most underrated games in the past two years, Days Gone. Nineteen ninety nine, pick it up. <laughs> i need i need to play days gone i, I started it and was, wasn't feeling it too much but i do want to go back and give it a fair shake it's a fantastic game and i know everyone's like oh it was a, to a rough start and yada 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 but dude ben did such a great job getting on top of that stuff and getting it fixed and and 
you know, making mm-hmm. sure that their their you know their game was you know obviously play. I mean, it had its issues, but it's a great game, fantastic game. It's another it's another game that I cried. Yeah, I saw you and my friend Dallas like really championing for like how it was a good an amazing game. So I'll probably give it another shot. I did notice you don't you don't have a deal on here that I found really good. The Last of Us Remastered is ten dollars. Oh yeah, I totally, I totally. Oh oof. I had I to end up for that one. I had to end up picking that up because I have it on disc and I've. I I didn't even bring up that I was playing The Last of Us. Oh, yeah. I didn't talk about that. <laughs> Long story short, I'm playing The Last of Us. I never really played it, but I grew up like around my mom's house, and my mom, my s- older sister, my brother, they all played it, and I watched them in the living room, so I know what happens, but I never played it myself, so I started playing it last night. I'm enjoying it, but my PlayStation's doing this weird thing where you put it in a disc, and it like, it just keeps going like, root, 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 like constantly. It doesn't stop. So just, do you have a do you have a launch model or do you have a pro? I have the regular launch model, but not the matte finish, like not the glossy, just like matte finish. Oh, so, yep, yep, yep. I had a slim, but I traded my mom because I I like the look of the original one better. Right. See, and you know the days of play is going on right now, and they don't have any deals on the systems. Come on, come on, Sony, what are you doing to us? I wish. But yeah, Last of Us, 10 bucks. so playing the digital yeah, version that's... because my PlayStation's dumb. But a really good deal for if anyone hasn't played that game because Part is coming out soon. Yeah, and that's something we'll... We have a little thing, a couple things to talk about with that too. True. But uh, other than that, the Days of Play is going on until the 17th. Um, or if you're like me and you like repping all the merch because I'm lame and don't get laid... Um, I got a shirt too. You just can't see it. <laughs> <laughs> if you go to uh, the PlayStation Gear Store and use the pro use the promo code Days of Play twenty, you can get twenty percent off your uh, entire order as long as the items are not on sale. And I believe it's free shipping uh, with orders over seventy five dollars. I think it is. So I mean, there's a lot of cool stuff on there. So that's something people could take advantage of and and show their loyalty to the to the fan base that's pretty dope other than that uh there's a couple other things but uh we'll keep moving along here uh also as we all know the last of us comes out next week and releasing alongside that they have a five or a last of us themed ps4 pro bundle that looks sick uh it retails for 399.99 and you got your controller you got your system uh, what's special about this controller or this system, sorry, is it's engraved, and uh, that's insane. Um, it looks super sleek. It it just it just looks awesome, and it's perfect. Obviously, you know it comes with the game. You got your controller and all that stuff. But that's also something that's coming out here next week alongside the game. And then uh, they also have a bunch of accessories that you can pick up with that. They got the standalone controller that. Uh, I believe retails for sixty four ninety nine, and then you have your uh, Last of Us themed gold wireless headset. I don't think it's the Pulse. I think it's just the the gold headset, and that retails for ninety nine ninety nine. So those are a couple items you can pick up if you wanna get everything matched and stuff like that. Um, other than that, the last thing I want to talk about on our small topics is uh, Ghost of Tsushima. 
I feel like this game is kind of being, you know, kind of in the shadow, no pun intended, but like I it's agree. uh <laughs> I feel like it's being kind of, it's on the back burner. I mean with the PS5 reveal and then um The Last of Us Part 2, I feel like it's it's not getting the breathing room it deserves. So I just wanted to get your quick opinion on it and see see what you think about it and uh what your thoughts are. It looks awesome. Uh, I've, I haven't been keeping up on all of the videos because I like going into games blind. But it, it, yep, it understandable from what I've seen from like state of plays and stuff, it it looks awesome. One thing I'm concerned about is, and this is just for me, I guess, was that uh, they said that they don't give you waypoints to where the missions are. Like you'd have to figure it out, and I'm sure they make it kind of easy. But I'm very dumb. I'm the <laughs> dumb gamer that likes waypoints. So right, I'm hoping. Go here, go here. Yeah, I I like just being told where to go. But I mean, I know right. for I know for a lot of people, it's like like on Assassin's Creed, they have modes like that, and people turn them on to like figure out like they'll be like, hey, on this ocean, there's this island over here, and then you're like, okay, I know where that island is. I'm just gonna go there or like find the mark in between these trees or something like that. It sounds right. interesting, but for me, it's just like I know it's gonna be difficult. So I hope they balance it in a way where they don't like beat you on the head with it but they also like make it easy enough to where most people can figure it out they'll make it fun for everybody who wants to enjoy it yeah yeah no yeah it's i'm i'm a huge sucker punch fan so i mean i i mean the game looks awesome i i've always wanted i always i mean there isn't too many games that carry the 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 samurai japanese you know that kind of lifestyle that kind of what's the word i'm looking for aesthetic ah aesthetic yeah there we go there really isn't much i played sekiro a couple months ago and that was probably the closest thing i've gotten in a long time mm-hmm. because you know there isn't any more way of the samurai games for whatever damn reason but um yeah i feel like sekiro and ghost of tsushima were like i think they were revealed at the, the same day and they were kind of blending in between each other and people were like Oh, there's two samurai games, and then <laughs> obviously one ended up coming out like a year and a half before the other. But right, and it's and I'm assuming that Ghost of Tsushima isn't going to be anywhere near as frustrating and hard as uh, Sekiro. I hope not, though. That combat is really fun, and I know my friend Holden got the platinum on Sekiro, and he keeps playing the game, and I don't understand what's there for him still olden's got the platinum huh yeah dude he's <laughs> he's got the platinum and he keeps playing the game with respect all respect to him he found something he likes but i just don't know what's there for him i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to talk to him about that because i have the platinum as well is it like a well i imagine it's a decently hard platinum because it's a hard game but like yeah once you beat the game is it a hard platinum so the thing about that is with Sekiro is it's one of those things where at least for me when I die I learned like I learned why I died like I know why I died it wasn't like oh why'd I die it's it's one of those things where you figure out what you're doing wrong and you adapt and then you know okay well this so-and-so enemy swings x amount of time so I know I can block three I can get two attacks in and then I know I need to back off so it's a learning process so you're learning something new every time you die. Mm-hmm. At least that's how it was for me. So that that's what made it super cool for me. So 
I hope Ghost of Tsushima can do something like that too, because I really enjoyed that feature of the game. I really enjoyed being able to just learn from your mistakes and then hopefully get better. So that's kind of similar to Sekiro, what I'm looking for. But other than that, it's a great game. It's, it's... Sekiro is awesome. Sekiro is great. I think that and Bloodborne are like my favorite Soulsborne games. Because I like Dark Souls, but I just I was never huge on the night aesthetic. So I think Bloodborne and Sekiro really took the formula into places that I really, really enjoyed. Bloodborne? Yeah, that and Sekiro yep. were kind of like, I enjoy those aesthetics. From Software just does things right. And I think that's the cool thing about... Because um, I'm sure once Tsushima comes out that somebody's going to probably throw some comparisons to to from games and uh soulsborne games but that'd be well we got another month so we'll find out sure. other than that i think that's as that's everything that i have under our small topics just check out the days of play and pick some stuff up if you want to save a little extra money and yeah sure. all right let's get into the the news I don't know the breaking news sound. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's KFGD. <laughs> yeah, I can't rip off that shtick. Nope, nope. Uh, we I got, love them, though. No, dude, they're great. I really love them. We got a few small stories and a few other things we want to talk about leading up until the obvious elephant in the room, but let's get some of the small stories going right now. First one on the docket. Warner Brothers might be selling their gaming division. Apparently, EA, Take-Two, and Activision are reportedly interested. I don't know why I have a screwdriver as a pointer, but <laughs> that's the ADHD, I guess. That's insane. Yeah, I don't... I don't know who I'd want it to go to, though. I feel like out of this list, it's picking the less of the lesser of the evils. Which, to be fair, I don't know much about Take-Two as a publisher. I know they own Rockstar, but that's really kind of, like, all I know from them. For Take-Two? Oh, yep. Yeah. They did, um, I mean, they got their Grand Theft Autos. That's, that's a, this is a tough one. I, I haven't looked too much into this myself, because I think this was just something that, like, was kind of breaking news yesterday or the day mm -hmm. before. Um, but if these companies are into it, are interested like activision and take two have the money to do this hmm. they have they have the money to really kind of fight back and forth and get their pull on it so that's crazy to be that's crazy to me to that to see because i think a lot of the i think rocksteady is under the warner brothers games umbrella and you probably know them from batman and stuff like that yeah so, so that's really crazy it's just kind of I don't know who I'd want it to go towards because, like I said, I don't know much about Take-Two. So taking them out of the equation, EA. EA's been known to shut down studios and things that they just don't agree with. They constantly interfere with the game and stuff like that. But then you go to Activision, and the thing I – like, Activision, as much as I don't like them because of their, like, uh, microtransactions and stuff, they're not a terrible publisher – Except for the fact that, because like they they have a lot of good games and that's fine. Right. It's just the thing I hate about them is that they don't like renewing their licenses if they don't feel like the game is being bought enough. So like, there's so right. many games that I want to buy again, like Marvel Ultimate Alliance on Steam. I would like to purchase that now that I have a PC, or like 
Transformers games and Ninja Turtles games, Deadpool, like a lot of Marvel games right? too, that they just, if they're not making a million dollars that month, they just pull the license instead of renewing it. So what's going to happen when they publish a Batman game, everyone buys it, and then two years later, no one buys it, and you're like, oh, can't buy the Batman game anymore. We don't right? want to pay the license. Yeah, that's that's kind of um, that's one of those things where if these if these publishers do look into um, purchasing WB, it's going to be interesting to see how that works out in the end. And also, something we probably don't think about: we need to watch out for uh, THQ Nordic. Oh, what's going on with them? They might come in and swoop WB Games oh. since they like to buy everything. <laughs> True. Kind of forgot Literally like that. Literally everything. That whole like, <laughs> forgot about the whole thing last year where they were just buying companies left and right. This is kind of like, what are you doing with all these studios and IPs? Like, I think they said something like three hundred games in development across their whole entire, uh, division. It's it's insane. Don't quote me on that, but I, mm. I mean that's, it's just a lot of games. True. It's weird that the only thing I like, I mean, there's a lot of things I remember their logo being plastered on. Like the big, but the biggest thing that goes in my mind is this weird Finding Nemo game I had on the computer as a kid. That's like what stands in my like brain, like stamps in my brain for THQ Nordic. I don't know, but maybe they. Well, they got. SpongeBob Battle for Bikini Bottom. They're sure. like, you know what? Since we're on the topic of THQ and buying stuff, can you please buy Dead Space? Sure, get that away from EA. Like, come on. Like, what the hell is going on? That's one of my favorite games of all time. Like, we don't talk about Dead Space 3, but we can talk about 2. But Dead <laughs> was, Space, come on. Was 3 not good? I remember that was the first one I played and I enjoyed it, but I was a kid, so it's not like I knew what Dead Space was about. I felt like the co-op aspect of it took it away, took took away from what the game was. It was co-op. But I'm yeah, pretty sure it was three that was co-op. That's how much I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, three was co-op, but that that game was the tail end of the PS3 cycle. So, but hmm. yeah, no, this WB thing is insane. Uh, I'm interested to see where where it could go with that because I mean, I I would assume that's a a pretty penny to pick up all those studios. Um. True. But I really don't see anybody else with the kind of funds to be able to do that besides somebody like a Take Two or a Microsoft or you know Sony or or Activision. So I wouldn't even be mad if like Microsoft picked them up. I mean, I know a lot of people would, but as much as I don't play Xbox, I feel like it'd be a looking devil's advocate. It would be a really big like up for them to have a Batman game exclusive when Sony's got like Spider Man and stuff like that, right? I mean, it's one of those things that could be just a leg up because, I mean, they might need it. True. Uh, next story, some little small. People have found out by zooming into the picture of the DualSense that the grip uses like the little PlayStation symbols, like as the grip. It's like small little tiny XOs, X circles, square triangles. You know on the, the PS, you know on, the on the PS5 controller. Yeah, on the DualSense. That is wicked. Yeah, I did I, not know that. I have a display set up for uh, pictures when we have to pull something up, but I forgot to add that, so I cannot provide that today, sir. Actually, maybe that's awesome. Actually, I'll do it real quick. Talk real quick. <laughs> Talk. Yeah, no, that's super awesome. I I love the little details when when you know 
when when they do stuff like that um i just the whole aesthetic of the way the controller looks it's just a complete you know a com a complete like revamp of the whole you know the, the dual shock you know changing it to you know to the dual sense yeah that's mm. insane like somebody took the time to literally zoom in on all these different images to be like, "Hey, look at this. Yeah, look I, at that." I don't know how they got such an HD image of this too. It's it's shocking. But yeah, that's I, cool. I'm sorry that was a, a five minute bit just to get that pulled up, but I was <laughs> not gonna have that not happen. Also, I'm really hot. I'm taking this jacket off. I don't care how dumb I look now. Dude, it's 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 warm. It's it's totally understandable yeah i hate how yeah, no that's super cool all right next story bloodborne uh, a lot of people have been reporting on this it might get a pc port soon i don't know much of the details around the new story or anything but i think that'd be really cool i think people were expecting it to be at the ps5 event which i don't understand why that would show up but and well then... from from software, they're—I mean—they're working on Elden Ring right now. I mean, granted, you know, I'm sure PlayStation had something to do with uh, the the PS4 version of Bloodborne, obviously. But I mean, if From Software is working on uh, Elden Ring right now, who knows what could happen? True. Yeah, I think that'd be dope. That's insane. I know there's a lot of people that get insanely mad when PlayStation exclusives go to PC. But I think it's just par for the course. After the game stops selling, why not release it again and make money? And also, it's just like, say what you want about, like, because obviously I love PlayStation. That's why we both have a PlayStation podcast. But the games will be better on PC. I mean, that's just kind of par for the course. So I'm understand, like, it's understandable that developers would kind of want to put the games on, like, especially something like Bloodborne. Having that in 60 FPS would be insane. Right. No, I totally, I totally could see it, and it's kind of like you said, it's one of those things where Bloodborne is what twenty bucks now. I mean, it's I, it could be on sale for days of play. I'm, I'm pretty sure it is. So ten bucks or whatever. So, I mean, the game sold incredibly well. So, it's kind of this, it's kind of on the same vein of uh, Horizon going to PC. You know, I mean, at first I was just like, no, like keep my games on playstation but <laughs> after i took a step back and 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 just kind of you know looked at the bigger picture they can turn around and sell this game for 60 dollars on pc mm -hmm. the people would buy you know it. what i mean yeah exactly so you're 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 tapping into another market to to create revenue to work on bigger better things i mean it's just you know if if bringing something to pc you know helps make the PlayStation line of first party games stronger in some way or or can deliver more first party exclusives to the PS4, PS5 in the future, then I mean you're giving a little to get a lot. Yeah. Why not so take the step? Exactly. So that's kind of like my thoughts about it. I think it's uh I think I think it's okay. Now whether or not I think it's gonna happen or not is another story. Yeah, I don't <laughs> I don't know, but We'll see, I guess. Well, I'll just wait for Jason Schreier. <laughs> I'll wait for Jason Schreier to post something on Twitter about it, so then, then I know, because usually if he says it's what's going to happen, then it's probably what's going to happen. <laughs> for the most part, but yeah. 
There's one thing Jason Trier said recently that kind of riled me up a little bit, where he was kind of like throwing shade at uh, Xbox, where he was like, he said something along the lines of like, wow, PlayStation already like announced their Lockhart equivalent and Xbox hasn't. I'm like, not really. PlayStation announced their Xbox SAD equivalent. They That wasn't really a Lockhart thing, but oh well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like coming from no one else it wouldn't bother me but for the guy that like knows everything it's just like bro don't spread misinformation <laughs> but now nah, it was just a little joke i get it but right yeah moving on last of us part two re- reviews are out asterisk apparently i was watching some like embargoes like i, th- I was watching alana pierce's video and she talked about how like it was a weird embargo because it's not until next week that the full reviews can come out. So, like, apparently there's, like, gameplay sections, like, gameplay things you can't talk about. There's a lot of, like, uh, caveats and asterisks that have to go into the reviews to get meet this embargo. So, I don't think a lot of scores are going to change. Like, I think it's still silly that people still think that reviews are bought. I'm sure maybe a couple, but I don't think Sony's paying I don't think they have to pay people to review a game. That's just not what they, they get. Have to what do. they right? Like yeah, there's there's too there's too many people out there that do reviews. I mean, I don't know what the, I don't know what the Metacritic is at right now. I think it's what ninety six. The last time I looked, out of what yeah. was it eighty eighty five reviews? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what or I was about to, about to say. It's got a ninety six on Metacritic, boys. That's good, I guess. That's pretty standard for PlayStation exclusives. Yeah, except I... for Days Gone, but. I don't want to talk about that because the game is uh, way better than people think it is. Yeah, I feel like that game really got shafted when it came out. I saw a lot of people were doing it negatively, and it felt like the one bad PlayStation exclusive bar, like, Knack or something. I mean, I'm sure if I really tried, I could find something worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. I mean, i interested to see how far the Metacritic number kind of, like, dips down. Like, once the full reviews are out, once people have it in their hands, I know there's going to be a lot of review bombing. So, kind of interested to see how that goes. But it's it's cool that the critics like it because there was a lot of consensus of the public opinion of the leaks that I've been seeing on Twitter that, like, oh, Naughty Dog sucks now or Last of Us is going to be god-awful. And, like, it's, right. it's nice to see that people do kind of enjoy it. No, anything? And- Go ahead. Oh no, I was going to say I just I I tried super hard to stay away from spoilers and I did for the most part. I mean, you you have your assholes that'll that'll go out of their way to 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 ruin it for other people and just mm-hmm. don't do that people. Don't do that. Sure. Don't don't take other people's excitement and fun away. I mean, with everything going on in the world right now and in current events, I mean, it's it's just just don't don't ruin people's fun. Mm. People need something to look forward to right now, and and I think it's important that, um, even if it's a video game that that can help somebody's day be a little bit better, don't ruin it for them. Yeah, we're in the home stretch, gamers. Like one more week, so just be a little bit more careful. And yeah, don't spoil it. That's just dumb. But the one thing that I have is a lot of reviews I've watched. They haven't seen the leaks, so it's like. I want to know, like, I want a reviewer to tell me how different it is. Like, I want a reviewer to tell me, hey, I've seen the leaks, and it's out of context, and I don't get why people are sharing them. Like, I want to hear that, you know? 
Right. And I think going back to, to, to something Neil said, Neil Druckmann, of course, mm. Naughty Dog, um, saying, you know, you th- if you think you know, you don't know. Like, like you're, you know, you, you don't know. Yeah. So that could I've be saving been... face, but you never really know. That's what I hope. I hope that right? he's right. Well, all I know is I'm going to find out next Friday because I don't work. And well, that, that's what's going to happen. <laughs> I'm not going to play it on launch because issues, reasons. But yeah, I guess we'll probably do like, I'll let you head the segment when you review the game. Kind of like, you probably do, I think the first week you won't probably have beaten it. So you can come on, give impressions, and then the next week, I guess you could review it if you've beaten it by then. I'll just stand by the sidelines and be like, yeah, it, it might take me. I'll, it'll be a little bit, but I'll get her done. Because I know I'm probably not gonna get to play it for like a month or so. But that's the that's the itinerary. But yeah, moving on with more Last of Us Part Two news. Neil Druckmann is unsure of what to do after Part Two, which just isn't really that good of a news story, but it's kind of interesting. Because he's been quoted as saying, as you start wrapping things up creatively, there are fewer and fewer responsibilities, and my mind can't help but think about the next thing. So yeah, the next thing could be part three, or the next thing could be some new IP. So it's kind of interesting to hear that they don't really have anything slated, but it's just, I feel like it's kind of par for the course. It's Naughty Dog. They have something up their sleeve. I'm mm-hmm. sure they do. Um this is really interesting because I mean, you know, depending on, you know, obviously with everything in the last of us part two, they could go any sort of direction, but I really hope that they do something new. Don't get me wrong. I love the uncharted universe and I love, um, the last of us, but I think it, you know, with going into next gen, I think it would be super awesome to see a completely new IP from them, Mm. you know, whether it be they change it up and they do something first person or they do something similar to what Gorilla did and just completely go from making first person games to making insanely amazing open th- you know third person open world games you know mm-hmm. if, I mean so I'm hoping for a new IP out of them yeah I think last of a show that they had the ability to come out make three uncharted games and then be like oh hey Here's our new thing we're doing, and it became a masterpiece. So I, I right. think, especially like going back to the gorilla thing, yeah, like Naughty Dog started making like Crash Bandicoot, and I don't know all their history. My apologies, but like things like that, and then they go and make Uncharted and Last of Us. So I think they have the ability to make a new IP if they really wanted to, and I'm kind of hoping they do that. I feel like they might want to do a trilogy, but kind of, I don't know. I hope they stick to the guns, and they're like all right, let's do something new. And then maybe once they do that, it could be an Uncharted 4 thing where right. they made Last of Us and then they went back to Uncharted and Uncharted 4 and Lost Legacy. So it'd be nice if they came out with a new IP for the this generation and then maybe did another Last of Us. Well, I'm pretty sure... I'm pretty sure they have two teams. I know mm. they were talking about because everybody was upset about, you know, there not being any factions in Part 2, the multiplayer, but that... um. They were working on something. I don't have the information. I don't have the information right on me. But they're they're working on something. So they have another team working on something. But what it is, we have yet to see. I believe it. But I feel like with as much as the stories came out about Naughty Dog being a major player in like the crunch thing, where they're like 
crunching their employees a lot. I, it's kind of hard to believe that they had a team that was substantially working on good progress on another game. I feel like they were like forcing their employees, well, not force is a strong word, but like making their employees crunch a lot to get Last of Us done. But I'm sure they have another team doing something, but I'm not really sure how substantial that something is. Right. But I mean, no, with rap, with, with you know, part two being wrapped up, and I'm sure you're going to have some post game patches and stuff like that. Um, but it'll be interesting to see. It's it's good. This next year is going to be insane. True. I, I'm really surprised with how much of a a lineup it seems like PlayStation has and it's uh, like PS5 has in its first six months. Like we'll get into it, but it it's crazy. The next thing, no, it, it's nuts. I'm excited. Same, honestly. The next thing is two more stories before we get to the meat and potatoes. Destiny Two gets cross gen for the PS5, so PS4 can play with PS5. I'm sure that also means Xbox One can play with Series X, and then they want to do cross play in the coming year, so PS5 can play with Xbox Series X. Also, all your purchases will carry over the ps5 versions obviously destiny 2 is free to play so that game will be there but like your dlc like shadow keep and all that will transfer over from ps4 to ps5 which is awesome i'm, I'm it's kind of upsetting because i play destiny 2 on pc so when i go back to play with chad and dallas and all of them on ps4 i don't have my shadow keep dlc oh yeah luckily you have to re rebuy it yeah because i played on ps4 originally so i have most of the dlcs but when i went to PC, I got the DLCs again, and then I got Shadow Keep. So I don't have Shadow Keep on PS4. On PS4, so I go back and get that. But I'm glad they're doing it for like uh, PS4 to PS5. It it seems like Bungie really got pro consumer as soon as they got away from Activision. So that's that's kind of the stories I like to hear because they also talked about they don't want to put another number on the box. So it seems like they're doing Destiny 2 for a long time because they slated a bunch of content up until like 2023, I think. Oh really? Wow. Yeah, that's that's. I was gonna say it that they did. I did see. I didn't look into it because Destiny Two is another one of those games that I want to get into. Uh, I love the first one. Mm. I started the second one and I just never. I never fully committed to it because there's so many other games that I want to play. But I think after I wrap up Odyssey, I think that's what I'm gonna jump into. But as far as this news goes, this is really awesome. I think this is good not only for the consumer but just for the launch of these next systems because you know i'm assuming these systems are going to launch and it's going to be like right off the bat you got your Fortnite, you know you have you're mm -hmm. going to have your next call of duty you're going to have destiny and uh uh i i think that's really awesome i think that's going to be something to also to look forward to especially if you you know if if they can get into a 60 frames from what they're saying yeah, I'm really hoping they, with a lot of games that you know are going to be there, like you said, like Call of Duty and Assassin's Creed Valhalla and things like that, I hope they implement something like the smart delivery on Xbox because I would like to be able to say, okay, Assassin's Creed Valhalla comes out. I don't want to play it on PS4, but I want to play it on PS5. So I might bite the bullet, not get it on PS4, uh, not get it on PC, get it on PS4 because I know I'll be able to play it on PS5 when that comes out so i'm hoping they do something like that but it doesn't the thing with it is there's some stories that come out that make it seem like playstation won't have a smart delivery like equivalent but there's also some stories that make it come out come out and be like oh it's a thing that's going to happen microsoft just coined a term for no reason so it's kind of like i'm not really sure what we're gonna like what that whole thing is going to be about 
I mean, it would be cool, especially, you know, you, you like we were talking about with the smart delivery. I mean, you, you have, you know, the new Assassin's Creed coming out later this year. And, you know, are you going to be all, if I buy it on PS4 and it comes out on PS5, can I upgrade? Is it going to be a feast? Things like that. Mm-hmm. But as far as this goes, I think this is really awesome. And I'm that's definitely a game I'm going to have to jump back into. And the last thing we have is there's a lot of patents that were filed for PlayStation for like the UI. One that caught my eye, this like picture in picture, I think. I forgot what the exact patent was, but I know basically for what I've heard, it's kind of like if you're playing a game, you could have you could choose something to be like in the top, like YouTube or a movie or something like that. It reminds me a lot of like what Xbox tried to do with Snap, which I used a lot when I was an Xbox gamer. So, like, I remember playing Assassin's Creed Syndicate and having a lot of live streams pulled up while I'm just chipping away at the activities and oh, something like cool. that. So I remember just... I hope they do something like that. Not necessarily, like, Snap, because Snap had the whole, like, box, like, the whole side of the screen, so it made the game smaller. I hope they do it to where you can have just a little box in the top and it makes your game the same size. I think that would be really nice. We were chipping away at, like, a, a platinum or something. And you just want to like have a movie playing. I think that'd be pretty. Oh, neat. so is it is it kind of like you have your game, but you can? It's kind of like you you pull up an, a separate screen so you can have like a, a a trophy a guide up for like collectibles or something like that. Some is it is it kind of like that? Yeah, I think you could have something like that too. The like what I heard was kind of like having like a little box in the side, kind of like you choose what's going there. So I assume yeah, you could probably pull up like uh okay, okay. like a website, but like you also pull up like YouTube or Netflix kind of just have something going while you're gaming that's wicked i am totally okay with this <laughs> i hope it goes through but it's a little bit of grain of salt because it's a patent not all patents happen not all of them are really like, legit so i hope but dan let's get in to the meat and potatoes the ps5 future of gaming event exactly speechless <laughs> <laughs> this is a yeah i i'm i'm excited to be talking about this um sony has been so quiet about you know just everything around the ps5 and they've just they've just been teasing everything you know all these you know they showed us the they showed us the new controller a month or two back and then and it's just everybody's so excited for more information like tell us tell us tell us and then mm-hmm. we're finally here you know obviously we have no release date or no price yet but mm. honestly i know it's coming this year that's what they're saying and i don't really care what the price is because i know i'm getting it nonetheless yeah so just just release it <laughs> now, i've been saying this whole time that like i don't as much as i want to know these this information I don't care if Sony doesn't say it until it's about to come out because I know the PS5 is coming out. I know I'm going to buy it. I know it's going to be solid. And this event was 100% what Sony needed because like that uh, that Mark Cerny thing came out and I was talking to Chad and Holden and I went on their show and we were talking about it a lot and Holden was like, you know, I just think they really dropped the ball because Microsoft's been open about it and Sony was just like, yeah, well, here's a few... Uh, few specs and something like that and they're not right. really doing much but i was always on the side of playstation's gonna the ps5 is gonna come out and sony's going to like knock it out of the park they always do they know the they love the spectacle the hype the event they're microsoft's very 
I like what they're doing this generation, Microsoft, because they're coming out, but like, hey, this is a box. We all know uh, why hype it up. We all know it's coming out. We're being straightforward with you. We're going to give you all the information as we have it. Where Sony's big on events and making sure they have enough stuff to show that blows you away. But After- also, Sony's exactly but sony's like that girl that that you have a crush on in high school and she knows you like her so she does different things to tease you she'll like she'll like bat her eyes at you or she'll twirl her hair at you and then like every single day you'll see her and she'll do something new and she just (laughs) she just hooks you and you're just like okay i want more like what are you doing to me right now that's kind of like what sony's doing they're just like yeah we know you want this but you can't have it that's wildly accurate (laughs) (laughs) But no, like, I knew it was going to be one of those things. People get mad about the Mark Cerny event, but in two months, it's not going to matter. I knew they were going to blow you away, and no one was going to think about that event anymore because it was a GDC thing, so it kind of had to happen. Yep, and I think I think going back to that, talking about being a GDC event, um, that was obviously more so for developers. Like that wasn't supposed to be, uh, oh hey, you know, here's this. This is 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 it's a the techie side of things, you know. Um, I think a lot of people who tuned into that were disappointed because I don't think they either knew what GDC was, and I mean maybe they did. I don't want to speak for everyone, but mm. I think they just seen PlayStation Event Five and they automatically assumed it was going to be what we got on Thursday. But I think that had to happen, which, you know, led us to now. It led us to the event, and, and, you know, now we have all the stuff to talk about and a whole bunch of games to look forward to. So, yeah, getting into it. They start off with a lot of people got really upset. I wasn't watching, like, I had it on, but I had a job interview, and I came back, and I was rushing. I had my computer in my room, and I was trying to put it in my (laughs) office really quick so I could get on the call with, like, Chad and all them, just chilling. So I had it on, I had my AirPods in, I was rushing. So I kind of just heard something that sounded like GTA, and I was like, for some reason, I was like, are they remastering San Andreas? Because that would have been lit. But then I came in, (laughs) Michael was doing yoga, and I was like, bruh, it's just GTA 5 again. (laughs) But that's cool, but what they're doing is insane. Um, Giving everybody a million dollars a month up mm-hmm. until the release that's crazy like that's wild i mean i i want to hop on gta online just to claim that even if i don't play right now like just to have it yeah i feel like i might actually start playing on ps4 more because of all that uh like a uh, million dollars and all that right but let's be honest you know that that rockstar has you know their their partnership with sony right now is so strong and it's thriving so you know that there's stuff down the pipeline that they're that they're um not ready to share yet so mm-hmm. yeah i'm really curious like i i assume this expanded and enhanced edition which is cool that's expanded i wonder what we're gonna get i assume that's going to the series x but i'm curious of like to what quantity i'm not sure maybe they'll give playstation some extra content Maybe it won't go to the Series X. I doubt it, but that could be crazy. Yeah, no, it's it's um even if like I haven't played GTA five yet, so maybe that'll be one of the things that I play on PS5, um, alongside Destiny 2 and stuff like that. But I think as of right now, I mean 
the game is selling it constantly selling every mm. week week you see it's on the top download still it's 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 in the you know the best sellers of the month whatever so the game's not stopping down or it's not slowing down so i mean why don't you just give it the skyrim treatment why not sure. <laughs> i'm like i was talking to my friend about it and i was getting really confused because i'm not sure what they're going to do for backwards compatibility because something that like we found out is rockstar it, it's kind of being reported that it's not going to come out until like fall 2021 which kind of sucks i like that they're getting it out of the way like announcing before the console they're out like, like hey gta is going to be on it but what are they going to do can i play my backwards compatibility like a ps4 copy until that comes out or is that going to be locked behind something am i going to have to wait for the ps5 version when the ps5 version comes out are they going to lock the ps4 version or is it going to be something to where i want to play the ps5 version i'm just not sure what they're going to do for it right i guess i guess i don't know as far as as like the aspects of that i would assume it's probably something along the lines of um if you want to play the single player gta gta 5 you can maybe use your ps4 disc and play that but it might be like a whole standalone Grand Theft Auto Online thing hmm. where you get the Grand Theft Auto Online experience without the single-player stuff. I wonder if they're going to go something along the lines of that. They did say that GTA Online was going to be free for PS5 owners for like a year or something, so that kind of oh. yeah, does spark the idea you were talking about that GTA Online could be like a separate entity that you download. Right, exactly. I mean people still play it so just just do it sure. just do it moving on before the show becomes like three hours this one <laughs> dude i screamed so hard Sp spider-man miles morales yes this one i i screamed too i'm not even gonna lie <laughs> i mean and and going back to uh earlier when you were talking about spider-man you have beat it correct or you haven't I have beat it. You have beat it. Okay, I've, so I've perfect. I've beat the DLCs. I've done everything. Awesome. So yeah, this is this is super cool because I was worried what the PS5's launch lineup looked like um as far as having any first party games. Mm. And the fact that they Insomniac is hard at work on something to maybe it's maybe it's a, a launch title for PS5. It, it's, it's, it says holiday, so I mean, it looks like it could be. Good, I'm glad. I really, that's what I will be playing. I hope so. But just, as soon as it was announced, it kind of begged the question. I was talking to my friends and just being like, even before the whole like uh, controversy with the executives coming out and stating and then Insomniac clarifying, while the event was still going on, I was like, this doesn't feel like a sequel. Like I'm hundred percent hyped that Miles has his own game. I will love this game if it's done well. I love miles right? it just doesn't feel like a sequel it feel even before everyone was saying it i thought it felt like an uncharted lost legacy thing exactly it's it's in the same vein of you know uncharted lost legacy and then even infamous uh first light if you played that one yeah um back in the day it was just like it's kind of one of those things it's like hey we're still working on stuff but here's something here's like a little piece of pie to tie you over in the meantime until we can get you the bigger pie. Mm. <laughs> Even so then, that was my takeaway. True. 
a lot of people were saying that it feels too soon and it kind of does in your gut but at the same time the way i've been thinking about it before they announced it was spider-man took them three years to make it's been two years this year and they already have the engine they have new york city they have all that the swinging mechanics so i don't know much about game development but it feels like they could have made a good game in two years so the fact that they had a team working on the side game, also a team working on Ratchet and Clank, and they're probably a team working on ooh, we could probably could get Spider Man two in a couple years and it'd be like a really polished game. Oh yeah. I, I think it's just one of those things that um Um they want to take the assets that they have from the first game and, and and just I feel like a lot of these a lot of these things are just, hey, look what the PS five can do. Mm. So this is one of those things where because I mean, obviously you're gonna you're going to get a better a better game, but aside from that, this is definitely one that I had marked down, and definitely one that I screamed like a little girl. Me too. I mean, there's no hating that at all, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, I have all these listed down. Like, I tried to find all the information I could. So, like, I have listed if they're a PlayStation Studios when they're coming out, the developer. Obviously, Spider-Man, Miles Morales is a PlayStation Studios thing. Insomniac, Holiday 2020. The next one was Gran Turismo 7. Are you a big Gran Turismo guy? Unfortunately, not really. Um, I have friends who are huge GT fans. Uh, I just, it, I'm not, I'm not a, I'm not a racer gamer. I'm not into racing games. Um, but I, I, you know, I hope for the best for it. It's still interesting, and who knows? Maybe if this is a launch game, I, I, this might be the game that I jump in and give it a chance. So never say never. I'll definitely play it to see like the power of the PS5. I had to grab this because I had to remember which one I had. I remember playing this one <laughs> as a kid. It's original Gran Turismo. I don't know if that's one or not, but it was on the PS1. I played that as a kid, but I was just a kid, and I was like, oh, cargo room. That's fun. <laughs> I've never played one since then. So well, it, there's, there's no time like the present. I'll definitely grab seven. I didn't get a date on that one, but I could see it being in the first year or something of the PS5. Yeah, no, I mean either way, it's still it's still gonna be something awesome that I'm I'm still gonna check out nonetheless, just because it's it is in the per in the first party ecosystem of that stuff. So hmm. I'll they, check it out. Those games have always liked to push the envelope of what the PlayStation can do, so it's exciting to see. They showed straight-up gameplay, so that was kind of cool. Exactly. Uh, I'm definitely excited. And then they followed that up with probably the most impressive thing of the night, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Uh, yes. This game looks awesome. I've never been a huge Ratchet and Clank fan. I've played them in like Jack and Daxter as a kid. But I'm I'm hyped to check this out. I uh, after that I reinstalled the uh, the reboot they did. So I guess this would be a sequel to that, the one they did for the movie. So I'm gonna play that soon because this one looks insane, dude. Right. I think I think ra this Ratchet and Clank did a really good job of showing what the PS5 can do, as far as you know you seen how they were they were going through all the different rifts you know it could it could you know showing the power of like the ssd and you know i'm not super techie so i don't know all the crazy ins and outs behind it but i do mm -hmm. know i do know a little bit hopefully but I, I i i would assume that the ssd has something to do with that 
Um, but just being able to hop through the different dimensions and, and just, it just ran so smooth and it mm-hmm. looked so polished. And if this is, you know, what, what even these games look like, I can't wait to see what, you know, all these other devs do all, all the other studios do. Yeah. And like you were saying, it's a hundred percent of the SSD. That's what a lot of devs have said, like in the event, they were like, this wouldn't be possible without the PS5 SSD. And I think that's really going to be, a big thing for this generation because xbox has more teraflops which doesn't really mean anything but it's technically more powerful but from what a lot of developers have said the ssd in the ps5 is revolutionary so to kind of see what power that brings and just yeah the games could look 10 percent nicer on xbox but it's so smooth on ps5 and think about right what they could do i mean obviously things like this probably won't happen with third-party games because you have to develop for the lowest common denominator, but it's still cool to see first party games doing something like this, like how smoothly they loaded into new dimensions. Be able to fully take advantage of what this is. Yeah. No, I totally get it. Looks wild. They show a lot of like straight up gameplay for that too. We didn't get a whole lot of straight up gameplay, but we got a lot of like gameplay trailers and stuff like yep. that. So... No, it, it, it looks awesome. I definitely cannot wait. Next one playstation 5 exclusive it was weird seeing square enix on the screen i didn't know if they were going to do like a tomb raider or a final fantasy but it's from luminous productions i think project athia that game looks excuse me good that game looks good yeah no it does i i want to go back and rewatch some some of these videos uh some of these trailers for these games but you know for the, everything Square Enix does, for the most part, I enjoy. Mm. Um, so this is just another one of those games that, you know, I'll if, it, if it's a launch title, it's just like, okay, get it. Yeah, I'm I gonna play so. it. <laughs> I hope so. I don't think they put a date on it, but that would be that would be insane if they launched with that game. But it seems like they don't really have like a title at this point. I'm not really holding out for it. Right? No, I to- I totally hear you there. And uh, Stray, that game looks kind of cool. Is that the one where you play as a cat, right? Yeah, you have like the World Floor robots and your cats. Yep, my girlfriend is just, just can't stop talking about that. (laughs) (laughs) So that's that's definitely a game for her. I'll probably I probably watch her play it. Not really, not really into it, but I mean, if she likes it, I'll watch it with her. Yeah, I I would definitely try it. I think it'd be kind of fun if I got it off of a friend or something like that. I might get it depending on what comes out in that area, but it looks really interesting. After that, though, they started getting into this like, spec breakdown, which was kind of... It kind of started to signify that they might show the box there because they were like, hinting and teasing hardcore throughout this entire thing. Yeah, that's that's... Oh, man. They just, like I said... It's that girl in high school that they know they like you. <laughs> or they they know you like them. <laughs> they started talking. They started highlight The whole thing of the whole sequence of doing it was really cool with like that white background. They have like the blue of like dusk flying. I thought that was really cool. They highlighted the SSD and they went to the dual sense, which is kind of like they're showing the dual sense. They might just go ahead and show the box because it's like we all know about the dual sense. So it kind of sounds like they're making a thing for like, oh, if someone's stumbling across this who's just like, oh, PS5, I kind of like the PS4, they'll see the DualSense as well. So it made sense to kind of show the box at the end. 
exactly right they show the haptic feedback the adaptive triggers the usb-c the headphone jack which were all like weird things to show but i mean that's cool i guess and then the 3d audio which is a weird way of <laughs> trying to visually describe what 3d audio looks like right but still these are all for the most part brand new features and like I said before, I'm not I'm not super techy, so it's one of those things where I'm gonna have to get a hands on and and learn for myself what what everything is. Mm. But still, this is super exciting, and it's uh, it's really good that they're being um pretty straightforward with what 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 this thing has to offer. So that's that's good. I'm enjoying that. They really know how to do hype. And then we got a new game for PlayStation Studios game from Housemark, which is weird because I don't think they've bought housemark yet because i remember they they said something about they had this battle royale i think they had to cancel or put on hold because they were going to work on it i can't remember if they said they were going to work on a game for sony or if that was just implied or something but it looks like this is it returnal so yeah this one this one looks really cool it looks kind of like a mass effect dead space kind of thing where she was like in a time loop it kind of seemed like because she talked about not being able to die or it kind of sounded cool it gave me death stranding vibe a death stranding vibe i can see that that's what that that was like that's what i took away from that one but that's going to be definitely something that that's that is on the list of games to get <laughs> mm. yeah, it's, it's on my radar for sure this whole event kind of gave me games i wouldn't normally play that i'm kind of just looking at like okay that's on my radar like i'm i'm looking at that Oh, definitely. There's, and that's that's the thing that I think they wanted to do. They wanted to, to kind of, kind of give something for everyone. That mm-hmm. way, you know, everyone had a little bit of something that they look can look forward to. And it was solid, hundred percent. I know there's going to be people that just play AAA games like Call of Duty, and stuff like that, and they're like, oh, they only showed like four good games. But it's like, if you're a little bit more into the industry and you like unique things, I think there was a lot of cool things for you. It didn't, it didn't feel like an xbox conference where they have like indies and indies are fine but it seems like xbox goes into like here's every indie that we could throw at you whereas playstation seems like they curated like the best that show most for the most part that kind of show what the ps5 could be right exactly no i totally agree and then this one caught me off guard Sackboy: a big adventure uh by sumo not medium not media monica I can't molecule. talk. Yeah. <laughs> My dyslexia is bad. <laughs> Medium molecule. This one looked really good. Yeah, like I we pro everybody probably could have assumed that there was going to be a little big planet of some sort mm-hmm. on the PS5 and it's not your um it's not, you know, your what you think it would be, but I think that's cool. That's that's one of those things where they're 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 trying to move forward and do things different so i mean this is another game i'm excited to see and see more about and i'll definitely be picking this up as well i think a lot of people think that it's not really going to do entirely well but there's a lot of families i know like my mom will just go out and buy anything little big planet because it's a really good family game so i feel like doing this kind of mario 3d world style game would be really well for it and i'll definitely play it looks like i have four player co-op so it's a good good time with some friends definitely uh destruction all-stars this is one i was like everyone i was watching it with they were like bro this is a game night game like it it looks insane right that was the one where they're like they can like 
it it looked it looked like you can hop out of your car and fight mm-hmm. people and then get back in and yeah that looks pretty cool yeah i'm really curious to see like how far that goes like what the mechanics are of that game it looked crazy i see the all-stars that they have on the end there is that like hinting at something like playstation all-stars because <laughs> that, that was a good game that would be cool if they spruce that game up a little bit i wasn't too big on the mechanics of like how you knocked people out so if they spice it mm-hmm. up a little bit i think it PlayStation has enough characters to make uh, a good fighting game like Smash. I agree. I agree. That one uh, was made by Lucid. Got to get the developer some love. Didn't have a date, so we'll see how that one goes. Next up from Ember Labs is Kena Bridge of Spirits. And this game looked fantastic. This is one I didn't expect to really fall in love with. It kind of looked like a breath of the wild pixar kind of game and those are tired expressions but it just ex- was that the yeah no this game looked awesome mm. like i at first i was just wait what is this what's going on and i think i think the graphics is what caught my attention because it, it just looks so unique and something different and like i said earlier i love the the asian s the f shouldn't say like the japanese Mm. aesthetic i can't even talk now (laughs) but i just i love that that vibe and that that culture so anytime i can get i can get something to dig my hands into to experience it a little bit more i'm totally down for whether or not that's what it is or not you know we'll have to wait and see but still the the game looks really good yeah The, the graphics looked insane the gameplay looks really solid so i'm really looking forward to see where that what happens with that? I hope that comes out in the next year or so because I'm really wanting to play it. They followed that up with Goodbye Volcano High, which probably gets a lot of hate online. I kind of like games like that. Like I'm a very sentimental person, so I think it'd be right. really cool. There's I don't think there's some controversy with like the person that wrote it did some bad things in the past. So support that if you want. I don't know. Look more into it, but the game itself looked kind of kind of cool, and I'm I'm into it. Yeah, that was something that was something that it, it it looks like it might not be for me, but I got I got Life is Strange vibes from that. Mm-hmm. And I absolutely loved Life is Strange. Um so yeah, if I mean if it's going to be similar to that, I might I might give it a try. Why not? Oop, that one's in 2021. Oh, that up. Oddworld Soulstorm. Are you a big Oddworld fan or have you played any of the games? I've never played any of them. So this one, this one, I have, I, I can't speak for. I just know it looks kind of cool. <laughs> the, the music was awesome. That's all I can really say about it. The music was great. Uh, Ghostwire Tokyo. Uh, we were talking a little bit off camera, so I figure you have a lot to say about it. Uh, this is a game. Um, I'm pretty sure it's Bethesda, mm. and then. Well, it's published by Bethesda. Published by Bethesda. I can't remember the um developer, but. I can't remember either right offhand. Oh no. Oh no. Anyways, but like this one looks super awesome. It looks weird. It looks unique. Um I'm a I'm just a big fan of it goes back to what I said about you know the the aesthetic of everything and, and the location and so I just I wanna live in those kind of worlds. Plus it's got a little bit of a horror element to it. Mm. I'm just excited to see more information. Yeah. So, you know, the closer we get to everything and you know, we'll see more stuff, that's what I'm excited for. It's kind of cool that it's, 
I found out that it's a timed exclusive for PS5, which is crazy. It's a new IP okay. for Bethesda, and it's exclusive. That and Deathloop were big things to be exclusive to the PS5. I The only thing that really caught me off guard, I was very lukewarm on it. I was slightly whelmed at best. Was It's just the trailer from last year showed it as this like dark game. It was serious. And this one seemed like supernatural, but in a lighthearted... For Ghostwire? Yeah. Okay. Yep. In like a I don't even I don't even remember the old trailer. It was like it was like spooky CGI where like people just started to just disappear like Thanos style. Oh that that was that out of the the uh the game awards when was it Akumi Nakamura showed yeah. it on stage? Uh, okay. Yeah, I think yep, it was yep. at the at the game awards or was it at the Bethesda? I don't know. It might have been the Bethesda no, you're right. Bethesda event. Mm. I lied, you're right. It could be. Oh, yeah, and then she showed up at the Game Awards because everyone like liked her a lot and stuff yep. like that. Yeah, it's just it. I'll probably still play it. I mean, it looks fun. It's just it was a very different vibe I got from the trailer last year. It seemed very upbeat, supernatural. Exactly. No, it's um, it's probably gonna be one of those games that's gonna have its its little following, but it might not go mm. anywhere other than that. Looking forward to it though. Then Jet the Far Shore. I was not whelmed by this game. I think I don't even remember it. To it be was, honest with you, it was the one with the spaceship, and it started counting down like year so and so. It took them eight years to get like go into orbit and get away from Earth. That's one wow. thing I remember. Because it started counting down like year one, year two, year three, and then oh okay, I think I I think I kind of remember that trailer. Yep, yep. It was. It was weird. This, the only one I felt like was kind of, I wouldn't say a flop, but just was nothing. Next to Goodbye Volcano High, I think was the only one that was a miss. I like it, but I know a lot of people didn't. But Jet's the only one I feel like was legit a, I don't understand this trailer. It looks dumb. There's another one that I didn't like the trailer right. for, but it still looked better than Jet. I hope it's good, though. Like I'm sure it's an indie studio that's flexing their game, and I hope it's good. It's just a weird trailer. Yeah, I I really don't have that much to say because I just I I I don't I honestly don't remember I don't remember seeing it. There's not that I much. I feel bad. There's not that much to remember, honestly. Ooh, this next one's good. Yeah, Godfall. I was ooh, I was hyped for this one. I am pretty stoked for this one. I get Darksiders vibe vibes from this, mm-hmm. and that I I love the Darksiders games so. I'm definitely on board for this one. I just, I want to see more. This seems like right up my alley coming from Gearbox and I think it's a PS5 exclusive. So coming up like, like last year when they announced that they were like, oh, this is a, a looter slasher. I'm like, I'm down for that. I like Borderlands, but it never really got like huge in me. Right. But I like a lot of melee games. So looter slasher sounds awesome. <laughs> and like people say what they want about Yeah, no, the... it does sound good. Mm-hmm. You can say what they want about the rap over the trailer. I like rap. I'm a teenager. I don't care. The <laughs> rap over it was really cool. And like, well, I wouldn't say really cool. That makes me sound really lame. But I I, <laughs> I think it kind of amped up the, the trailer. And I think the gameplay looks really solid. Yep. I'm definitely on board for that one. That one's checkmarked. That should be a launch title. So hype for that. Solar Ash from the creators of Hyperlight Rifter. 
coming in 2021. Do you have any any thoughts on that one? Did you play Hyperlight Drifter? Not. I need that to. That is another one of those titles where I don't I don't know. It looked cool. The art style looked really cool in Solar Ash, but no, I'll I'll definitely like like I said earlier, a lot of these ones I'm gonna have to go back and check out. But I mean, I will definitely give it a shot because I always try to 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 at least give it a little bit of time of day. But I I don't have anything I could say specifically about it right now because I don't remember that one either. I was still pretty hyped up with uh, everything else that they were talking about. So. Mm. Yeah, it's definitely what I'm going to look out for because Hyperlight Drifter, for what I've seen, looked cool, and I'm going to go back and play it, but not much to really talk about it. Followed that up with Hitman 3. How familiar are you with Hitman? A little familiar. I played them way back in the day uh, on PS3. I can't remember which one it was, if it was PS3, but um, I don't... I mean, besides the movies, which were meh... <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think this will be one that I'm willing to jump in and and uh, give it a shot and see if it can't be something that I can pick up and get down behind, get get behind. I don't think I'm gonna play it. The only ones I've really played are like Absolution and the first reboot. So I don't know. I probably won't play it. The gameplay looked kind of cool though, but it just looked like more Hitman. If you're not into Hitman, it's probably just not really gonna do it for you. Right. Exactly. Uh, Go back. Then, after that, dude, we got the PlayStation Startup UI. That was crazy. Oh, that's what that was. Yeah. Yeah, for a, a while, I was disagreeing every time someone said I was like, that's that's just a lead into Astro Boy. And then I was like, <laughs> Astro Bot. And I was like, the more I thought about it, the more I watched it, and it literally had the health and safety warning. I was like, okay, they probably did just show the like uh, startup screen. Right. Like I said, just just giving a little bit of skin. <laughs> That's what they did the entire event, honestly. Like, right. you're, you're right. Because it was one big tease until the end. I love the transitions they had through like a lot of these games. Like they had those like uh the PlayStation symbols kind of transitions. They would do cool yep. things with them. And then every yep. once in a while they would stop and do something like that. They would tease something about the console. Yep. Perfect. It was it was all around just so awesome. Perfect event. And Astro's Playroom. This looked really cool, but it's very confusing kind of what they're doing with the game because it kind of made it sound like, oh, it's just going to be like the last game was VR. This one's going to be a flat like 3D platformer. That sounds awesome. But it kind of came out that it's it's free and it's going to be pre-installed on all PS5. So it makes it just sound like a little tech demo at best. But yeah, no, that's cool. I mean, I know I mean, I know a lot of people are a big fan of this of this game and I think it's really cool that they're going to have something fresh for everyone to to jump into when the PS5 comes out. Not not it's not really something I would play, but I'm glad it's there for people who enjoy that kind of stuff. Yeah. I really want to play it. I just I hope it's more than like 30 minutes. Like the trailer made it look like there was a lot to it. So I I hope it's a decent size experiment it was supposed to like show off the hardware of the ps5 like the haptic feedback the triggers and stuff like that so yep yeah no it's it's um it's a perfect little taste of of a little bit of offering of of everything so i'm i'm okay that it's there little devil inside that one looked really good 
don't remember that one either. It's like it had this dark, cutesy art style where like I don't remember this this guy's like hunting beasts and there's this old guy and he's chilling, there's a shot of him pooping. <laughs> and then there's like a dragon, the adventure guy shoots a bear. I don't the thing I remember is there's a sign that there's a sign that said Schmeet. Oh my god. Man's got <laughs> Schmeet. Oh my god. I'm gonna have to go back and look at this. It looked like a really solid game, but now if you want to go from here and start announcing all the games, I feel like I've announced all of them. Oh for sure, for sure. Uh the next we got uh we got N or NBA two K twenty one. Uh, and who have we got as some basketball players showing yeah. up? Zion Williams shows Zion up. Zion Williamson, yeah. Uh, I don't know anything about basketball, so this is this is not a game that I would play. But I was definitely impressed with, um, the graphics, the the the, mm -hmm. the, the trailer that they had. Like that's so insane, you know? They have the mm -hmm. sweat coming off his face and everything like that, and it's just gonna be really cool. I'm happy cool. these games exist, but they're just not my. I'm definitely going to grab it. I like basketball, but I am more of an NCAA guy than NBA, but I'll probably grab this one. The next one we got on the list we have, is that Bug Snacks? Do you not remember that one? Is that the one where he's like, I have weaning, weaning yeah. hands? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I do remember that one. Holiday 2020 for that one. That one looks super funny and super cute. It's like they're bugs, but they're food. Yeah, and you eat them and, like, the body parts. Like, <laughs> the internet's going crazy about, like, that and the song that was in it. Really? Oh, man. Yeah, that's that's funny. Oh, man. That's the one I'm going to get into. Mm -hmm. It was by the guys that made Octodad, so I'm hyped. Oh, for sure. For sure. Uh, Next on our list, we have Demon Souls. This, and oof, this, is, this is where I get hyped because... <laughs> Blue Point did such an amazing job on mm -hmm. Shadow of the Colossus. And we knew they were working on it. Everyone knew. But the fact that we finally got a trailer to the stars. Yeah. I played this on the PS3, so this was my game of choice back in the day. Um I'm hyped to play it. I played a little bit of it, but it's just honestly it makes me sound like a zoomer, but sometimes old games are hard to get into. So I, I'm hyped to have the remake and finally beat it. It, it looks solid. It's nice to know that we know now what Blue Point was working on. And it, yep. was, it wasn't Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, right. No, this is definitely one of my get hype games for the evening mm. from this from this show. It looks so good. Oh no, agreed. Uh, next on the list. Next on the list is Deathloop. This was the one that you were referring to earlier from yeah. Bethesda, correct? Yeah. Um, this game looks really interesting. It 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 goes. It looks like one of those games where uh, you know you can just you die and you try again. At least that's the vibe I got from it. Mm. You know, if at first you don't succeed, try again. Um, I don't understand this game. The more I see about it, the more I just like, what is the gameplay loop here? What is the story like? Like I get it's kind of rival assassins are stuck in a death loop trying to kill each other, but is that the whole game? Like. Is it going to be unique? Is it going to be interesting? I trust it because Arcane makes it, and I used to be a huge Bethesda fanboy, and I kind of am. But like now, like my two favorite studios from them are just it and Arcane, so I'm hyped to see what they do it's with soft. it. Is that the one you said you're saying? Id Soft, right? Yeah. 
Okay, yeah, that's Rage, I believe, right? Yeah, Rage and Doom, and oh, Wolfenstein. I don't think I, they, I, need... I don't think they did the new Wolfenstein, but they created Wolfenstein. That's awesome. That's gonna be something I'm definitely gonna have to look into. Um, I'm excited for it. I'm waiting to see more, but as far as that, that's kind of where I'm at with that. Mm. But we'll continue on because we also have Resident Evil 8 Village or Resident Evil Village, however you want to call it. Mm. Um, that's slated for 2021. This was leaked, I believe, at some point. I, I try to stay away from leaks and stuff like that, but mm -hmm. I did manage to see a few things where people were talking about it. And from what I'm reading that right here, right now, yeah, I know it, it was leaked. But no, this game is awesome. It's awesome to finally see a trailer. It's running on the, the RE engine. And this is another one of those games that I just cannot wait to get my hands on. I'm not a huge Resident Evil guy. I'm still trying to slog through 2 and 3. I mean, they're good. Don't get me wrong. It's just... I'm hoping this one's good. I don't, I don't think I'm going to play it, honestly. I never got too huge into 7. Something about 7 and 8, the art style, just like... I like horror, kind of, but I like unique right. I like unique horror. Like I like creepy, and I like unique art styles of horror. Like Some of my favorite horror movies are like Brightburn and like uh, the new It. Not because, okay, right. not because they're genuinely scary, but because I like the aesthetic around them. And they don't right. feel they don't feel like that typical horror movie. Re the new Resident Evil like seven and eight feel like a typical horror movie and like very gray, bleak, like but something different, something that's not your standard jump scare type thing. Mm -hmm. Awesome, yeah, no, the the game looks phenomenal. I want to see more. That is definitely going to be something I'm picking up. Uh, but moving on here, we have Pragmata. I don't remember this one either. This is the one with the guy in the white space suit. He's oh, walking, yeah. He's walking around, and then he meets up with the little girl, and there's like a digital cat guy. And This is the only. This is the one I was saying earlier that was the, the only other trailer I was kind of nah, about, but... It still was better than the jet trailer. Right? <laughs> yeah, no, this is one I'm I'm gonna after we're done here, I'm gonna go back and rewatch all these just because I wanna I wanna remember them because there was I, I mean, after after Demon's Demon Souls and Resident Evil, I was just like, What more can you do to me right now? Like, yeah, it's like what are you gonna end the show with and are you gonna show the box? That's kinda like where you start to get into the weeds of And then out of nowhere, they announced Horizon 2 Forbidden West. The game looks sick. And, and that's when I lost my shit. I lost my marbles. Um, Anyone who knows me knows I'm a huge fan of Aloy. And that's my girl. <laughs> I got an Aloy pop back there. Oh, nice. Yeah. I got a whole tattoo, but I can't show it currently right now because <laughs> I'd have to stand up all weird. <laughs> but yeah, no, this game I'm super excited for. The 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 trailer that they shown, just the 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 new machines. Uh, this is just it's something that we knew was gonna happen, but we did we think they were gonna announce it now? Uh, I don't know, but they did. Mm. So yeah. that's something I'm super excited for. It felt like an inevitability. Kind of like, at some point, everyone was talking about it so much that I was just kind of like, D 
do I want them to show it? Because it just felt like something that was going to happen. I'm extremely hyped for it. Don't get me wrong. And seeing yeah. it was hype. At first, I was like, are they going to show God of War? Or is it going to be Horizon? Because they, sh- <laughs> they showed that, uh, like, the mountains and everything. And they had a song right. that kind of sounded like God of War. And I was like, what are they going to do? And you see Aloy right through. And it was still really hype. Oh, man. I've just, that's probably out of everything, that's the one thing that I'm most excited for. But all these awesome games that they showed, everything leading up to actually showing us mm-hmm. the console. And I don't know about you, but I'm in love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll pull it up here. Uh, ways. They, sh- they finally showed off the PS5. And, and I'm so happy that they have two different models. I think, I I, I know that, and and it's, and it's honestly, I was always talking to some of my buddies about this, and they're like, no, no, they're not going to do that. They're not going to do that. And I just had this weird feeling that they were going to, to do either a two-model approach in some way, shape, or form, whether it, whether it be like uh, similar to the PS4 Slim and the PS4 Pro, something along along that line. Mm-hmm. But they ended up doing the the uh, the the digital all digital one and then the um, you know standard you know disc drive one, which is cool. So I want them both. I think this thing looks mean. It looks. And I love the. F- it looks mean. At first, I was very nah about it, but the more <laughs> I look at it, I still really like it. The only thing is the disc one, which is the one I'm getting, because I I just can't I can't get rid of discs. But yeah, I can't do digital. It, it, it comes down to the fact like there's a lot of factors because there's there's a you have Blu-rays. I have a lot of Blu-rays that I would like to be able to play because some of them I don't have digital codes for. I'd like to be able to watch my movies. And right, then, right. Or if you have a friend that comes over like, hey, let's watch a movie and they pop in their DVD. Like, what are you going to do about that? Then you have PS4 backwards compatibility. I don't have all those games digital. Right. And then you have used games that you could buy a used PS5 game for like five bucks at GameStop or like uh, mom, and pop, <laughs> mom and Pop Shop. Yep. Or like borrowing a copy from your friend. So there's so many possibilities that I can't just give up the physical media. And, and see, that's that's the thing. Like, I, I'm, I'm huge and I love getting collector's editions and stuff like that. So I can never get rid of my physical games. Mm. So. The fact that they have two models so they can, they can give people the choice to do what they want, I think is just one of those things that, you know, Sony is is, is doing to try and give options to their fan base. So yeah. you can have that option. But it just it just looks so awesome. True. I can't wait for it. I can't wait. It it's it was kinda crazy they showed like I didn't think they were going to show off the non-digital model, but they had this whole lineup of stuff. That headset looks hot as fuck. Like, right? That, it oh. looks... Ooh. Yeah, I'm definitely going to get one of everything. Mm. I, I'm going to be that guy that walks out with, like, three PS5s. I'm sorry. It's yeah. just going to happen. <laughs> I, I might get two PS5s, like, having different rooms. But it, I've been struggling with the fact, do I want to get... Because I feel like it'd make more sense to get two of them to be like, oh, I'm just going to get one of each model. And people would be able to wrap that around their heads more. Like, okay, I kind of get it. But it's like, I can't see, because you have like the living room and my bedroom. 
I can't see which one of those rooms I wouldn't want digital on. Like, I wouldn't want a physical copy on. So, first world right. Problems. Well, the thing is, for me, like, I travel for work, so it's the all digital is perfect for me. You know, so I can. I can just take, you know, I can get home and I can play on the weekends or whatever whenever I'm home. And then if I need to leave, I can just, you know, grab my digital edition and just take it all with me. Mm-hmm. Oh, excuse me. But yeah, no, that's awesome. And then just, you know, the charging station, the camera, this is all stuff that I want. Even if I won't use it, I want it just because. <laughs> True. Yeah, and I really want that HD camera. I like that camera a lot. I don't know what I would use it for, but maybe like, I'd be able to hook it up to my computer. I guess that's kind of my thought, mindset with that. But it looks like a really cool uh, camera. No, it's 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 awesome. Just the whole package. I feel like to sum it all up, they 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 did what they needed to do. They shown the system. They sh- they shown games, and you know we know that there's probably so much more on the way. Mm-hmm. So it's just holding on a little bit longer because we're it's going to be here before we know it yeah unless you know you you know you have issues with the with the covid and the coronavirus and stuff like that come up and i hope not but it kind of both companies have been saying they're going to be on track for the year but part of me is just kind of like i feel like maybe they wanted to save the release date for like a get hype moment but that's also like maybe it's down to they don't know if they can release it yet right I get the price. I, Go ahead. Oh no, I was just gonna say I think they're I think they're playing chicken with each other. I think mm-hmm. this is a game of, you know, cat and mouse or or whatever you'd like to call it, you know. Who's gonna announce the price first? Yeah, the price you know? is a hundred percent. They're hundred percent waiting on each other. The release date's just one I'm confused about. Right. It's one of those things that we're gonna get it. I think I think give it another month or two, you know. There's a, there's a couple more events that are coming up as far as, you know, Microsoft showing off, you know, what they have going on in July. So I think that's going to be really when we see both sides really start to push, you know, for everything. So um, I, I would assume we're going to get a release date. If I had if I was a betting man, I would say probably around July, August, we might get something. That's be- kind of my guess. Yeah, I believe that for sure. Uh, but overall, uh, overall, what what would you have? What would you give the presentation overall? If you had to give it a, a five out of ten, a one out of ten, a ten out of ten. If I had to rate it, like, I came out of that thing saying that was the best conference I've seen in a while. Even though it's technically not a conference, that's the best games event I've seen in a long time. They knew how to hype you up. They knew what to do in between each game. They knew how long to keep each game because I think the longest one was only like Gran Turismo or like Ratchet and Clank. Most of them were like right. two minutes, so you could just get past them if you didn't like it. Like right. the pacing was amazing. The speeches in between, since they weren't on a stage, they were concise. They were short. It was amazing conference. I'd give it like an eight. Sony did everything they needed to do in this. Yep, that's kind of where I'm sitting. I would I would probably give it an eight, an eight out of ten as well. I mean, I I mean, of course I had my games that I was hoping for, Legend of Dragoon, but you know, Blue Point still is around, so who knows? They might be working on that. We just don't know. Shuhei, you know, just make it happen. True, but 
uh, overall, it was a great conference, and there's just so much to look forward to being a PlayStation fan. So I just I don't want to wait. When you know the end of the year can't come soon enough. Hundred <laughs> percent. I need these consoles, man. I I really <laughs> need these. Uh, yeah, if we're done talking about the console, I have a few questions from some of my friends that we could. And future episodes, we'll open it up. We'll say something on Twitter. We'll ask for questions. It might be themed questions or something like that. But this one's coming from Holden. Which is the best way to set up your future PS5? Horizontal or vertical? Horizontal or vertical? Uh, horizontal. Oh, I take that back. Vertical. Vertical this is one's gonna... up and down, right? Yep. This one's going to be vertical. I was like, I pulled this up. I was going to show because there are pictures of it laying on its side. So I'm kind of now, if you notice on like this picture, like right here, there's a stand for each of them, but it looks like each of those stands are different. Like see the one that has, see the stand on the disc model Yeah. Uh, on the left side, it looks like something's sticking up. So like, so if you think about it, you would put it on the side of the dish tray and like the side that's sticking up would go on the side that's like, cause it goes on a curve yep, like yep. that. So I feel like that's where the stand would go. Oh I was, yeah. I was yeah, kind of looking at that and I noticed it and I was like, Oh, that's awesome. So yeah, I think vertical would be how I do my, hmm. yeah, I'll probably just do vertical. I don't know if I'll do it with the horizontal, but yeah, I know a lot of people's TV stands are going to, like, get mad about it. But honestly, I think I have, like, a mine has two drawers on the side, and then it has the middle where it has a shelf in it. I'll probably just take the shelf out, honestly, and just have both consoles sit there. right there. <laughs> it's not that big of a deal. Perfect. I like it. And then Chad asked, Mary, fuck, kill PS5 games. Horizon, Spider-Man, Miles Morales, or Ratchet and Clank. Mary, well, Mary, fucking kill. Yep. Like this is where I was like, Chad, I love you. You're so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay, so let's see. Um, Mary Horizon. Oh, this makes things awkward. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mary Horizon, fuck Spider-Man, and kill Ratchet. I think I'm the same, except I would marry Spider-Man, but I think that's kind of like, that kind of makes sense for the both of us. Right. Right. I mean, I mean, I mean, yeah, that's, I, uh, that, those are my answers and I'm sticking to it. Matt asks with <laughs> or without the disc. I'm, we, I think we went on with that. I'm going with the disc. With the disc for sure. Dallas has the weirdest question. You had to stick your dick in it to repopulate the world. Where would you stick it? <laughs> you don't have to answer that. Um, I I'm gonna say I'm gonna say the uh uh probably probably the dish tray because it's probably where it'll fit the best. Sure, but you'd have to like you would have to not miss your dish like your dick flattening sessions to do that, and that would just be a lot of work. Well, it's one of those things when you're small enough, it can go anywhere. Uh, yeah, true, true. <laughs> I, I'd say in the AC adapter port. Yeah, yep, that works too. Or or even the Ethernet port. 
Yeah. Either way you look at it, I'm gonna get some. I, <laughs> I think that's all the questions. So, what did you want to do for the closing segment? Well, I was thinking for the closing segment, we can just share uh, um, either like something that we like that we that we loved about PlayStation or something that uh, something that turned us on to PlayStation or just something that. Like I said, got us into PlayStation or just a memory of PlayStation. Mm. So um, I'll start first just to kind of lead into it. Um, One of the things that I remember that I absolutely love about PlayStation is something that stuck with me. It's going to be a little emotional here, but um, when Final Fantasy VII came out, I had a really close friend of mine who passed away, and that was our favorite game. Mm so one of the one you know what we would do is we used to every summer we would play final fantasy 7 from start to finish and so um uh, real quick for video listeners i have an eye twitch so i'm not doing weird eye movements adam <laughs> awesome go. i i have one of those things too so i know how you feel it's annoying <laughs> um, anyway, go ahead sorry no you're good man but um my friend had passed away a couple years back so Playing Final Fantasy VII every summer is something I want to. I'm sticking with doing, so it's kind of like a, a, a like a special thing that we did. So mm. that's one of one of my favorite PlayStation memories of not only PlayStation but Final Fantasy VII. You know, every summer we would do that, but you know she ended up passing away. So in memory, I continue on that playing Final Fantasy VII every summer. Oh, that's really sweet. That made me sad. Like, no, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> no, it's all good, man. But uh, it's a little something to remember her by, and and it's just, you know, she's there. So that's how I look at it. <laughs> yeah, I understand that. Uh, I think f- was that your story? Did you have something else yep. you wanted? No, that's my story. I think for me, I'll just go on my my history with PlayStation because I have a lot of small kind of memories. I would go into that story. Essentially, like to keep it like a too long didn't read version. I grew up like with like my family. They had like the SNES, the sixty four, NES, all that. Uh, my mom's side, I was very a Nintendo guy. I'm very rooted into that. But then, kind of like growing up, I'd go to my uncle's house, who is now passed away. But I would go to his house, and I'd play like the PS two and the PS one. I think I got a PS one from him. I used to play the Spider Man game on there all the time. I, I was never able to beat it, so I know the beginning of that game so much because I didn't have a memory card. Right. So I know I know the beginning of that game by heart. But I would go to his house and play that all the time, play GTA on the PS2 while my dad was over there because my uncle had this really cool garage because they both like cars. So like he would go there and like work on cars and stuff. And then, so growing up, I just played on the PS2 a lot, and it's, I have good memories of that with my uncle. Rest in peace. Awesome. But right, yeah. Then going on, kind of. Then I got a Wii. I started playing on the Wii a lot, and then I ended up. That was my main console for a while, so I played all my games on the Wii, which kind of sucked. But I didn't have anything else. Eventually, I got a 360. Started playing Minecraft on that. That was where all my friends were. Was where Minecraft was, and I was obsessed with that game. So I played that a lot. And then when the Xbox One, PS4 came out, I got the Xbox One, because I genuinely just 
I was like, oh, I like Xbox. It's cool. But then it started to annoy me. Like, Xbox really started to annoy me with how much they were changing, like, the dashboard and everything, and it got really slow and it was annoying. Right. So I have an uncle on my mom's side who loves PlayStation. He was like, bro, get off that crap box. And I was like, dude, if you get me a PlayStation, I'll play it. And then eventually he ended up getting me a PS4, which was really nice. And so Oh, was, snap. Yeah, so ever since then, I kind of just played PS4. Now I play PC a little bit. Like, I play a lot of the shooters on PC, but I still play a lot of my console games on PC, and I have a really big love for Sony. I really enjoy the company and the games, and I love the consoles. And I feel like I've played every console a lot. I played a lot of the PS3 because my mom had one as well, but I never right. personally owned one. But I feel like I've had really good experiences with all the consoles. That's awesome. And that's what it's about. Mm-hmm. That's why we love Sony. <laughs> that's why we're a PlayStation podcast. What? Agreed. Anything else you want to cover before we sign off? Nope. I think we pretty much covered it. Um, this has been fun. I mean, this is obviously new for me. So uh, I just hope that this can be something that everybody can enjoy and, and you know, Give us feedback, do what we got to do, but, you know, it's it's mm. a learning thing, so just bear with us as we learn and we figure out how to work with each other. It's just something that's just going to get better and better. True. Yeah, a lot of fun. It is one of those things where I feel like I can sense out some rough patches, like, on my end and stuff like that. So as, as the first episode, so as we go on, we can kind of get better, do more, get more comfortable doing the intro, kind of stuff like that, fix the intro, do a lot of things. So We just got to do it. Yeah, see, it's our first episode. I feel episode, like that's so. the wrong slogan I need to be using. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks for joining us, guys. Uh, we're going to... I don't know when I'm going to have this episode out. I might just have it out tonight, but we'll figure out a normal schedule. Keep on trucking. We're normally just going to talk about PlayStation news, but at the beginning, we'll talk about whatever games we're playing. So if I say, like, hey, I've been playing Halo, I'll talk about Halo in that segment. But all news will kind of be about PlayStation, so kind of the bread and the butter so hope you guys enjoy like i said follow the socials check us out on patreon if you you're feeling frisky and yeah with that you can sign us out have a good one guys peace out